I, this was not the worst movie that I've ever seen. This is the podcast where we guide you through your favorite or not-so-favorite Disney Channel original movies. Thanks for listening. I'm Josh. I'm Lori. I'm Sammy. Uh, hi, I am Ryan. <laughs> I guess that was enough ghost noises for one day. Uh, <laughs> Alright, you guys. Put on your red jumpsuits and head to the afterlife, because today we're watching Casper Meets Wendy. Um, and you'd be correct, this is not a Disney Channel original movie, but we're taking a little break for Halloween, you know, to watch this 1998 classic starring Hilary Duff. Classic's a strong word. It's a classic. It is. It was I... like, this whole movie was like if John Waters decided to make a family film. This was a very busy movie. Like, uh, there's stuff just, like, happening aggressively. Um, <laughs> at least for, like, the first stuff. half of the movie. Yeah, it's just... Thing happens, then another thing happens. It's just very... The costume in it was fantastic. Hilary Duff, it turns out, was the first one to don the romper. She brought it back. It just took a while for it to actually... Oh, yeah, I have, there are so many 90s clothing things that I have that I got really excited about watching this. This movie, in this movie, Casper, a ghost, in case you weren't aware, I guess, teams up with Wendy, a witch, against an evil warlock. According to IMDb, the little bratty kid Josh has the last name Jackson, who is the actor for Pacey Pacey. in Dawson's Creek. Fun fact. Wow. I've taught you well. <laughs> all these all these connections. <clears throat> so there's three witches in this who are definitely not the witches from Hocus Pocus. Not at all. Oh. So the witches, oh, okay. we have one of them, the blonde one, was actually the antagonist in the, like, not original, but in the, like, 1994-1995 Casper movie. Can Can someone explain the Casper movies to me? Uh, so, Growing up in a Christian household, um, I was not allowed to watch said movies. So Casper um, originally heralds from an Archie comics, like one of those type of gigs. The one that came out in 1994, 1995-ish, it's basically, it has a baby, Christina Ricci. Um, she moves into this house. Her dad's like a ghost expert seance dude. And this house is haunted, and Casper and his ghosty bros are there, and they're trying to, like, scare them out. And then there's this lady who has some claim on the land, finds out that there's, like, treasure and stuff, and so they're trying to kill-slash-boot out Dad and Christina Ricci, and Casper has a crush on her. That lady, the evil one in the that movie, is one of the ants, and one of the witches in this movie. Oh. It also has Eric Idle as her, like, bad guy accomplice in that one, which is fun. Uh, Growing up in a Christian household, I had it on VHS, Josh. 
So you guys were obviously into the whole Casper thing when you were younger then. Mm-hmm. Yes. I remember seeing this movie everywhere. Like, the VHS, the it was at Blockbuster, it was everywhere. Hilary Duff with her little red jumpsuit and her hood on, right in that broom, like there's no tomorrow. So apparently this was Hilary Duff's first movie appearance. Yeah. Her debut, if you will. She was so cute in this. She was... She was, she was so freakishly little. adorable. How old is she? She's like, she's like eleven, right, or something. Well, yeah, she's very, very, yeah. very young. Yeah, I was disturbed by how adorable she was. Weapons grade adorableness. This movie begins at a baseball field, which seems wait, I no, guess... no, no, wait. It begins with the longest credit sequence oh, you have ever seen. Um, it just goes on it and was... on. A ghost title sequence. Yeah, okay, so, okay, this is very nerdy, but this is something I noticed, right? So, two years before this, um, Fox and the BBC co-produced a Doctor Who TV movie starring Paul McGann as the eighth Doctor in his, like, almost sole TV appearance, and I'm like, what are these credits? So, I didn't realize this wasn't a Disney movie, and then you told me just now that it's a Fox movie, and I was like, oh, that's why the credits, like... The titles look like almost the same. It's really weird, like the same vortexy thing and the font. They just reuse some like old CGI that they had made up. I think they must have. Like I realize that's a super nerdy connection there, but I just it looks like it though. Now that you say it, I can see like the Doctor Who intro. (sighs) But then it does start at a baseball game. (laughs) It reminded me of Space Jam because at one point in Space Jam, they're like, "Who's gonna save us?" Oh no, it's Michael Jordan, but he retired from basketball to play baseball. Let's go get him. What's that one movie where the aliens come and they play music? Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Close Encounters. Yeah, it was weird. It was like that. One of the ants in this movie was in Close Encounters, and they even did like the music, oh. the like doo doo doo, where they're like playing it. Ended up being in this one like um, Casper the Friendly Ghost, like that theme song. And weirdly, but... weirdly, this random little girl like breaks the fourth wall and is like, "They're back." And I was just like, oh, wow, like right on the I nose. I was so confused. <laughs> I was like, am I watching the right movie? What is this movie about? Is this a comedy? Right. I don't know. Why is Alan Thicke in this movie for like 20 seconds and has one line? It was <laughs> Well, so I think at this point, yeah. though, I'm pretty sure this would have been when there was, do you guys remember the show Step by Step? Step yeah. by Step. So, yeah. Day so by Alan Thicke day was on by that. Day. <laughs> And this was a Fox property, so I wonder if it maybe just like, hey, we have we can have twenty bucks if you are in this we'll movie. Make first it year. better. Twenty bucks. This felt like <laughs> twenty bucks. This felt like that thing that movies sometimes do. They're like, we need something really weird that we can use for like the commercials to mm. get people to come. Oh yeah. So the other thing I noticed too. Like, before I realized they were riffing on Close Encounters, I was like, wow, they're doing lots of that Steven Spielberg thing where they zoom in on somebody who's got, like, this open-mouthed wonderment face. Like, like, wow, they're doing that a lot. And, yeah, then it sunk in what was happening. Before you know it, the aliens come out and they turn actually into ghosts ah, that are haunting. Scary ghosts! Terrifying everyone. So if you were, like, actually there, can you imagine? Be like, oh, you're enjoying a baseball t- game. And, like, one of the teams, like, lost and lost in, like, a bad way. So they went from, like, bummed to scared to, like, shocked to scared. Right. So I feel, you... A tone is set, though, because the first, like, spoken line of any main character in this movie is a fart joke. 
Um, wow. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm strapped in. Yeah. Casper is friendly and is, like, super lonely because he's a child who died, and there's a whole conspiracy theory that he was oh, rich and rich, but that's here or there. Oh <laughs> um, so he's, like, super sad, and he's just a nice child ghost, and then his uncles are just assholes and love spooking people, and so, like, Casper's like, I have a friend, and they're like, bah, we're ghosts, and then, like, his friends leave, and that's his afterlife. Oh, it's the shittiest okay, afterlife. So that makes this movie yeah. more meaningful, at least the <laughs> title. So I have a question. Um, yes. I did not realize that Casper was um, an Archie character. Is he like just a regular, like he's just hanging out with the gang? Or does he pop up like Treehouse of Horror style? Archie comics have like different subs. Uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch is also an Archie character. Oh, okay. So okay. it's like, so it, like, yeah. Casper doesn't make an appearance and like the okay, okay. yeah but so like this week we're checking in with yeah I didn't really quite understand at first what was going on like can people see them or do they just see the tricks they're playing or they can see them because Casper oh. can go invisible or any of them can go invisible oh, okay. versus right. their little white wispy selves we learn a little bit about Casper we see them uh haunting this baseball stadium and then the next thing we see is this guy who lives in a modern house his name is desmond desmond Get it? Which I think, oh, yes i didn't look it up but does like spellman is the last name of sabrina and her mm-hmm. family it oh. is so which is also an archie property so there's a tie-in oh. oh there's a witch's council and there's also witch's ranking yeah, like, the strongest and stuff. So my impression was that, like, he ha- was, like, the most powerful. He's also kind of evil, and so, like, he was fine, but now that there's, like, another powerful magic person coming around, that, like, when she, if she were to go after him, she'd be able to take him out, and he hadn't had to worry about that before. They, like, assaulted the paper boy because he looked at Wendy wrong. Right? And no, but more like she had a crush on him and everything, and they were just being total dicks. And I thought at first, I thought, oh, they're making a love potion for their niece, which is like creepy in a different way, but like at least, you know, they're being nice to their niece, I guess. <laughs> That's uh, what I thought too. <laughs> right, but no, they're just like. I think the witches yeah. in, in this world are kind of like the Hocus Pocus, less sinister than Hocus Pocus, but more like witches aren't necessarily good. Like, okay. I think they're. But I think it's like the same like vein that the ghosts are in where yeah. they're not like malicious they're just annoying yeah exactly that's i think where it's just I, that's where i just don't get it because i didn't know who to cheer for i think both of like, both of them are like the vast majority of ghosts and the vast majority of witches are just annoying poltergeist type people uh and casper okay is called the friendly ghost and that's supposed to be you know an exception to the rule and i think wendy is also an exception to the rule i i i I still don't completely understand it but it makes a little more sense now i think if nothing else um, he's just like oh she's gonna make me stop murdering people yeah and so his plan is to throw her into a portal of nothingness (laughs) where nothing can exist nothing so i have a question though so like we cut back to desmond and he's making like a a potion or something in like a juicero machine and Mm -hmm. i couldn't figure out is he like these these two goon people 
guys is he like creating them is he summoning them because i was kind of comparing it to do you remember those like little spongy things that you would put in water and they'd like right right that's what i felt like he had like okay let me take them like he has a collection of men in a cabinet right yeah but then but they like come to life and right away it's (laughs) tell me more (laughs) no but they come to life and it's like right away they know him and they like have garbage personalities and are like tell us what to do boss um, also, yes. their name are Vincent and Jules, which is a throwback to Pulp Fiction, which would have yes. come out like four years before this. And oh. we get a little Pulp Fiction joke at the end, too. I missed that. And by the way, Vince is played by uh, Vincent Schiavelli, who I couldn't place until I looked him up. He was in Batman Returns. He is the organ grinder who, like, does nefarious things. Oh, oh I don't know. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. He's gotten some great roles. I'm pretty sure he created these like henchmen. Guys okay, all right. Very strange. Like sea monkeys. Sea monkey. Good yeah. Ones. All right. So I do. I wanna. I wanna give some props to whoever designed these sets because um, I noticed at one point that Desmond has like an Andy Warhol style portrait of Mao Zedong on his wall. <laughs> I, I noticed like, that. <laughs> I was like, oh, was really strange. I wasn't sure he was a bad guy before, but. <laughs> Now I guess I really Confirmed. know what I'm dealing with. Yeah. Um, so we get to see uh, where Wendy is living. She's living with her three eccentric, uh, boisterous, obstreperous. But there's no time to play around here. Uh, <laughs> immediately, one of the bad guys comes. I mean, two of the bad guys come to get Wendy. Like, there's no messing around. They came with guns blazing. To just kill this girl. Yeah. And the witches seem oddly casual about it, too. They're just like, oh, there are people in our house. Um, I guess they're bad. Blah! <clears throat> uh, and then they fly away. And they're like, it's all your fault, Wendy. Why is he coming after you? What did you do? Her broom yeah. is super cute. She likes... I thought the witches... I thought the ants at first were going to, like, um, ditch her because they all had their brooms. And they're like, okay, see ya. And then yeah, so she, like, her? summons her broom, and it's like a little puppy dog, and, like, comes running up to her, Aww. and it's adorable. <laughs> she pretty much saved them, too. I think it's, they make it kind of obvious that she's the one with the most power, mm-hmm. even if it, she, she's not, like, that most developed with her magic or something. So, I don't know if this was an intentional joke or or what, but, like, so we meet Hilary Duff, um... Twelve and a half minutes into the movie, by the way, I, I checked. Yeah, um, and she like gets out of bed and she's doing stuff and she's like, "Oh, my PJs!" And she does a magic thing and changes her clothes into her witch outfit, which essentially resemble red pajamas. She like changes out of pajamas into pajamas. It was very. Uh-huh. Oh, the first thing she does, she gets out of bed. She's like, um, "Mornings would be better if they started at noon," which I, was I like, appreciated. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, right. I get you mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to this, like, autumnal, which after watching this, I was ready to, like, hop out and go to a pumpkin patch immediately. Um, there's this, like, super, super hilariously preppy couple where they're like, we're going to have the best vacation ever, aren't we? <laughs> and then the wife is like, yeah, babe, it's going to be ab fab. And then all of a sudden the ghosts come in and spook them away. And then they just leave, which, like, you feel like the hotel would have, like, checked in or something unless they just like just left but they didn't leave any of their stuff there they were just gone and the ghosts Hmm. took over 
I guess the ghost yeah. just put out the do not disturb sign. <laughs> That's my Fair. guess. <laughs> yeah, you don't go to the honeymoon cabin unless they call <laughs> for it. So Casper um, and Red both have like really sketchy family of origin issues. We get a couple moments um, in the beginning that kind of mirror Casper and Wendy really well, I thought, where it was like Wendy tries to make friends with the paper boy and her aunts ruin it, and Casper tries to make friends with an entire field of baseball fans, I guess, <laughs> and his uncle's ruin it. I have a friendly it. ghost. It's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> so it just turns out that the uh, same resort hotel cabin thing that the ghosts are staying at is the same one that all of the witches went to to escape the uh, Desmond from finding Wendy. And it turns out that ghosts and witch, they're like cats and dogs. And what is it? They, the ghosts keep calling humans fleshies, which is really funny. And then they like, they're fleshies, <laughs> but with powers, which is also very funny to me. We get a cool scene. It just, every 90s witch thing I can think of, or even like the movie Clueless, like it's always focused around like their ability to change clothes really fancily. Like the big... That was an, a very important thing yes. in the 90s. Yeah, yes. so they like go to this resort dressed as witches, change a lady into a goat, and then they're like, oh no, maybe <laughs> we should try to blend in. And so they like zap themselves into new clothes, and it's like, Wendy gets like this cute like red overalls with like white and like a hat, and then like the witches, other than her, get like full length like leopard skin with like long gloves and lots and lots of tools. And hats. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's here where... I think it's here where Wendy says, I be witchin'. Uh, it was so good. Yes, yes. I had to rewind and make sure I had heard that properly. That's <laughs> that perfect When line. I lost it. I was like, whoa, okay, I get and it. The now. little mm-hmm. tiny Hillary Duff voice, just like, I be witchin'. It was so right. cute. Yes. I, I enjoyed Hillary Duff giggling about using a spell checker. <laughs> 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 The witches get to the room of the woman that they st- turned into a goat to steal, which, like, the, the I don't know what the counter people, like, the bellboy, I guess. There's a fancy French word. Concierge. For that person. The concierge. concierge. <clears throat> yes. He saw them turn her into a goat, and he's like, I don't want to, I'm just sure, fine, you can have the room. Not only that, but the goat. This is a seasonal out. job. <laughs> I've changed my mind. I loved the goat. Yeah, and the concierge wasn't mm-hmm. like, you're not the lady I gave that key to. <laughs> you're a goat. He was like, you're a goat. Uh-huh. I think I'd be the same as the concierge, though. Like, when you're working a job like that, you're like, I don't want to get involved. Whatever. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine I mean, with this. Sure. The goat was wearing the same earrings, same glasses. So if you kind of squinted, it did look like her. Either way, they get her room, they go in there, and they make themselves at home. Right. But they can't... They, they can't do some... They can't use their magic in any big ways because Desmond will find them using his sophisticated NORAD magical radar system thing. Beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, 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 boop. But they redecorate their, their rooms <laughs> with, like, fireplaces and, like... Spider webs. Josh, I feel like in the past you've complained to me about how everybody named Josh in a movie ever is like the annoying kid. Mm. I told you. Oh Ah. my god. This kid, he's like immediately sexually harassing 
extremely young Hilary Duff. Yeah, yeah. She has not been there for like 10 seconds, and he's like, yo, what up, girl? I'm big around these parts. Like, what's your name? Love it, though, yeah. because she is not Phoebe there for it. Mackin, she shuts him down as we said back then. No, she was into it at first. Well, like, at first, she like, he came up and, like, played nice, but the second he, like, started, like, trying to make her do stuff, like, you're going to go to this dance oh, yeah. with me, and she's like, no, I'm not. She's like, yeah, like, that, that sort of thing. She's but like, when she first runs into him, and he's like, oh, you're cute, yeah. and she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you think so? Right. I'm 10 years old, but too. okay. <laughs> yeah, at first, she's happy to find a friend who's, like, her age, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Because, like, she doesn't have anybody. She just has these, like, bitchy old aunt ladies who are, like, really yeah. bad at magic. Yeah. And then yeah, just Josh like... is just totally mean to her while he's playing Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. And it, it was at that moment, it was at that moment I said to myself, Josh will deserve everything that happens to him <laughs> in the rest of this movie. Wendy immediately finds out that Josh is pretty much a piece of crap. And she's like, gosh, I just wanted to talk to someone about my problems <laughs> this warlock that's trying to kill me and my aunts aren't helping me well i felt though like her moral intuitions were a little weird and skewed because she objects really hard to cutting in line for mortal combat but not to non-consensual transmogrification into a goat her motives were selfish all she just wanted to talk to someone it was all about her she didn't want to like get to know someone she just wanted to talk. Yeah. She finds Casper, an equally abused... Um... <laughs> they can bond over their family of origin traumas. <laughs> um, at first, they're terrified of each other because of the uh, stereotypes or... You know, those fleshies with powers. They're just... You can't trust them. Yeah. Fleshies. It just sounds so dirty. <laughs> I, this is the part... I, I remember watching this movie when I was younger, but I don't remember it in full, really. Um, I definitely remember the dancing Santa part, though. Like, when I saw that, I oh, had a yeah. flashback to watching it as a kid, thinking it was, like, super funny. I thought yeah. it was cute, because it was something that, like, a little kid would think is hilarious. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I definitely rewound that part of the VHS oh. and was like, this is the best. I need more of this humor. A+. But kind of like oh, kind God. of like the, the Sea Monkey Men, I have to wonder, like, what is it like to be a cardboard Santa standee that suddenly gets brought to life <laughs> and compelled and butt. compelled as if demonically to dance and then just dies again. Like, what's that like? I feel, I feel like, is that a life worth living? Look at it. That's terrifying. Thanks for ruining <laughs> dancing Santa for me, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad I could help. Casper and Wendy have a wonderful time at this resort. Right. There's, yes, and here comes the 90s, like, montage of two characters doing fun things together set to popular music. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Like, flying around on a broomstick and Uh a ghost motorcycle. Right. And she's sort of, like, skateboarding on her broom. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Playing, uh, Playing tricks on people at the pool. So the sad thing is, they're best friends forever. And, I mean, like, witches typically are, In like, the 2000s, not... we just say BFFs for short. Pardon. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but, so, like, Wendy, like, witches typically, they, like, get super, super old and then die. 
but like it takes thousands of years. So like yeah. Casper has a buddy for like a while, but he's still a ghost and she's going to die at some point, which is kind of a bummer. Like she's going to yeah, get older maybe... and get grown up and she doesn't want to be But then they'll just the be ghost ghosts boy. together and they can be friends without any complications. Fair. And they're asshole friends. But like what if she dies when she's an adult? Like I, Casper's um, going to have to yeah. murder her before she gets too Whoa. old for him. Whoa. They can still How do you ch- They can yeah. still be friends. There's that creepy, you know, romance angle that oh, I I can't get behind, <laughs> but I just I don't know. I don't know how to... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how these things work. It just occurs to me that, like, if you've been dead well, for decades or centuries, even, like, but he's like frozen in question. time. Can you still meaningfully be a, a child? Do you not learn things and grow? And yeah, I, I think the real question is like, can you choose to be a ghost, or does something traumatic have to happen to you? Like, oh, yeah. it's definitely what traumatic. Are the rules for being a ghost in everything. It's like you get if there's like unfinished business, then you're stuck to like you don't want to be a like, ghost. That's the bad thing. Like, you want to be... So... Well, that makes sense, though, what? because, like, if you had unfinished business, it would make sense, then, that you, like, stayed the same person and, like, didn't move on and all that, right? Yeah, so, yeah. like, okay, theoretically, right. I resolved like... my own bullshit problem. Sorry. So, she would just have to start making a quilt, but never finish it, and then die. <laughs> and she'd have that quilt that's unfinished. She'd hmm. come back. So, I put together a short list of, um... Terms of abuse uh, that Casper gets called, like oh, no. like their mean oh. pet names for him, like like short sheet, uh, which I actually I thought that one was kind of clever. Um, bulb head, washcloth, airbag, and then one of the witches later calls him both a floating roll of toilet paper and this puff of secondhand smoke. So I we don't really get any lead up to this, but we, Wendy all of a sudden wants to go to this dance. Uh, so she goes to find her aunt at the pool, uh, where she knew they were pretty much hiding out the entire time, uh, and they're harassing you know the like pool boy waiter dude, <laughs> who's like um, middle aged. He's not a boy. And like, yeah, I want a piece of that. <laughs> like okay, you can have it. Mm-hmm. Um. She lets them know that she really wants them to go to the dance. It'll be a great idea. At which point Josh comes up. Uh-oh, yeah. So Josh comes up and he's like, yo, you have to go to the dance with me. Like, we're going together. You don't have a choice. And Wendy's like, um, no, I don't think so. And he trips, falls over, lays on top of a lady, and it's like... <laughs> rusting around yeah <laughs> the lady's boyfriend comes and like throws him in the pool it was so there was cringe. also food somewhere there. he'd gotten slime oh. with ketchup yeah yeah <laughs> like he lands there's like a lady sunbathing in a bikini and he lands like directly on top of her with like the ketchup <laughs> on her chest <laughs> and he's like <laughs> this hmm. whole scene was unfortunate <sighs> af well, and, like, hey, yeah. if you're a grown man and you see a child, like, on your girlfriend it covered in food, like, it's clear he wasn't, like, trying to mack on his girl. Like, it's a child who fell. Like, they yeah. treated him in this scene as if he were an adult. Yeah, the guy to, was like, like, hey, get your hands assault. off my lady. And it's like, this is a this, child. Yeah. 
this man's backstory was clearly that he was just deeply insecure. You really and don't just need to had be a lot of attachment issues. You don't need to be threatened by a child, yeah. my man. Get your damn hands off her. Like, it was... It was she's done this before. <laughs> oh, no. Not again. Oh, <laughs> well, we are missing the best part of this whole scene, though, is that after he gets squirted, after Josh gets squirted with ketchup, uh, Wendy tells him he needs to catch up. I... Wow. I love this. Yeah. Wow. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed that part. <clears throat> oh, gosh. Okay, well, whatever. Wendy convinces her aunts to go to the dance, and Casper convinces his uncle dudes to also go to the dance and break a record. So their plan is coming along successfully, which is to have the witches meet the ghosts without knowing who the ghosts are right and having them get along which they're going to accomplish using eldritch demonic powers so the uncles can possess people and go in their body the ghosts arrive at the dance and they start possessing this group of scoundrels which one they chose some good people they're they're like these 1950s like I don't know. Wingers. These guys from Greece show up and then they're get like, possessed. let's slick back our pompadours. They're so they make the most of the night. Wannabe greasers. They're. Mm. Ooh, yeah. They straight up possess them uh, in a very graphic way. They it's enter pretty, their body. It's pretty gruesome, actually. Like They enter yeah. through the buttholes. This isn't Flubber. This is. um. <laughs> This is a tasteful <laughs> film, Lori. This isn't Flubber. <laughs> Josh, you were the one who said they entered in a graphic way. The only way I they can did. think they of... They forced them... The only way I can think of through is the dick first through the butthole. The uncles... So the uncles possess this ragtag team of dudes. And they go into the dance. And the first thing they do is, like, mm-hmm. slap everyone on the butt. This movie is all about the sexual harassment... I mean, at least they were equal. They grabbed guys' butts. They grabbed girls' butts. Everyone, you know, was at risk. You're right. It's not sexual harassment if, if everybody's getting harassed. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think that's how that works, yeah. you guys. <laughs> <laughs> See, when I when I go to work every day, I I make sure to grab both a woman butt and a man butt. And when my and manager is like. <laughs> And a non-binary butt. Getting and my manager's today. like... <laughs> By capitalism. <laughs> it wasn't really clear what was going on here. Right. I was like... What kind of a dance is this? Yeah. What, what are the musicians doing? They were like... Some it's of them were just band. sitting there and... Uh, well, my thing know. was just... My thing was just... You know Hilary Duff is destined for stardom because she's like easily the most tastefully dressed person at this dance, and she's like 11. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, she's, she's clearly headed for greater things. I thought it was fun how the the ghosts, like, the characteristics of the ghosts started coming through the people. Like, the guy who was mm-hmm. burying his head in trash, and the other guy who was eating yeah. everything. The, the trash mm-hmm. ghost, rem- he was, I don't know, I was getting a vibe from him, like, like the mask. 
oh yeah it was the mask it was very like yeah that sort of manic thingy i haven't thought about that movie in a second yeah so wendy and casper's plan starts working out the ghosts meet the ants and they're hitting it off like they're loving it they're having a great time at this dance and this is when Casper and Wendy go outside and have their moment. Oh, oh! They dance together in a gazebo. Um, Casper goes invisible because he needs to do cause... that in order to dance. Uh huh. Because he's nervous. It's uh, cute. But then Josh sees them, or uh, rather, doesn't here, see Josh. Casper. Yeah. You would rather dance alone than with me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, yeah, bitch. Yeah, I was waiting for her comeback, but <laughs> it didn't happen. Yeah. This guy felt so entitled to yeah. her, and it just... I will say this, though. Oh, it I boiled will say this, me. Though. I'm pretty sure that in, like, the early to mid-90s, I had a jacket, like, exactly like Josh's jacket. So, <laughs> take, you were the Josh. Make of that what you will. <laughs> um, either way... uh. The ghosts can't keep possession of these bodies for long, and things start to go awry. Uh, but did we mention how, like, the witches were, like, super falling for these ghosts the oh, possessed? Yeah. Their marriage materials. Yeah, marriage we're material totally after, like, half an hour. Well, but, like, yeah. these this witches is... are probably, like, 400 years old, so, like... You get the trope of women who are, like, in their 40s being, like, I'll marry anything. It has a pulse and it's paying attention to me. Like, that sort of thing. So, like, take that times, like, a few centuries yeah. and make sense. But this is also why I think they're not good witches. Because, like, a good witch could trick someone into, like, you know, getting with them. Right. Or. But they would rather slime paper boys. Exactly. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Um, or wouldn't they be able to tell that these are ghosts obviously possessing a body? Like, oh, yeah, good call. What it don't I feel like that's a witch thing to be able to do, right? But they finally get it and they find out it's been ghosts in these bodies all along, <gasps> and that can't be tolerated. Um, they threaten to like turn them into bean bags. And they do the whole, like, parent thing where they're like, I'm going to count to one. And then, like, the ghosts leave and they don't get turned into beanbags. And then everybody's like, ha, 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 we tricked them. Took care of that problem. Yeah. And then, foolishly, Wendy confides in Casper that her aunts and she can't use their magic because Desmond will find them. <gasps> oh, no. And Casper, only... being a fragile, needy, people-pleasing little airbag... Uh, let's slip to his evil uncles that, uh, that this is the case. And then they come back to, to scare them. Yes. At some point in this, Wendy turns them all into stones and they're all celebrating and stuff. And then it takes like a good 30 seconds of celebrating for them to be uh -huh. like, oh yeah, you did that. And we didn't because we weren't supposed to use magic. We'd better clear off. Yeah. Very slowly. But Wendy yes. can't find her wand because Josh stole it because they left it by a window. The whole third act of this movie. God damn it, Josh. The whole third act of this movie moves really, really slowly, by the way. It's but I'll complain more about that later. Josh steals her wand. They have to leave because they're like, oh, I used my powers. Desmond's probably coming. 
not really thinking about all the other times they were still using their powers pretty much to the same degree. Wendy finds out that Casper told his uncles about the no power thing. She gets really upset and she like tells him off. She doesn't want anything to do with him. And then Casper, there's like a sad moment where he goes outside and he sees Josh playing with her wand and he doesn't know that Josh stole it. So he's like, she never let me play with her wand. She must like me more than him. Which at that moment, I'm like, Casper, shut your bitch mouth. It's clear she didn't (laughs) like him. This kid's a little asshole. He's been an asshole the whole time. Clearly he stole it. Like I was expecting him to be like, wait a minute. But that didn't happen. No. Um, And then they're like, her aunt's force wendy to leave they're like no you have to leave now you have to leave we have to get out of here and she's like you guys i don't have my wand i can't find my wand i need my wand i feel like have losing your wand is like kind of a bigger deal like that's her one way out is to like use her magic powers but they're like instead they're like no you leave without your wand well i mean we don't know that it's like harry potter where a person has like one wand like maybe wands or yeah, just maybe like they can like get her another one. Remote controls. And we we saw her we saw her do magic without her wand too. So, so maybe it's like I feel like the wand is just a training uh, young witches tool. Yeah, because I don't think we saw the ants have wands, did they? No. Uh, I don't remember. So, but I think mostly it's just used to like channel yeah. powers, not so much the source of the power. Yeah. So. I mean, it still seems like something she really needs to use her magic, as we see well, later they need, on. I feel like they're, they're like, let's get out of here now, we'll get you a wand later, but this guy's coming after us, we don't have time to stop and look for this, repla- this replaceable thing. You are irreplaceable. They leave the house, but it's already too late. The henchmen are there, knocking on doors. Dun, dun, hey, have you dun. seen a group of witches uh, around <laughs> here? They sneak out by pretending that they're maids, and it's super funny <gasps> because, like, they the henchmen like bump into them, and then they like go up to the goat lady, and the goat's like, "They went that way." <laughs> but no, there's this really weird scene where uh, Desmond shows up, and he like he like backs into like perfect like my eyes are lit up like stripe lighting, and looks at the goat lady, and like doesn't offer to untransmogrify her back into a human. <laughs> He's just like, he just like she looks at her. Ask. Yeah, he just and does this weird like. It was a very odd scene. I mm-hmm. loved it. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's like she's accepted her goatee fate. <laughs> it fits her honestly. He, he, just, he just makes this weird ba sound and then strolls away. It was bizarre. <laughs> the the portal to the abyss of nothingness gets opened up. Yeah. And um, and then he, like, there's, like, a little scuffle, and, like, Casper's trying to convince his bros or his uncles that they should go help her. And, like, in the meantime, Wendy gets tossed into it, and she's, like, falling forever. Yeah, this part of the so movie it seems like he got, like, a good, like... A really damn long time. Yeah. It seems like you get a good, like, 30 seconds to make sure, like, do you actually want to throw away the thing you just threw away? <laughs> Yeah, and Casper finally realizes that Josh wasn't supposed to have the wand, so he goes back to get it. So here's the part, like, okay, so the whole movie, the the auntie witches have been not using their magic powers so as not to be found by Desmond. Now that he's found them, they just don't use their magic. This entire 
very long scene. Like they don't intervene. They're just like sitting there, like observing the goings on. It was very odd until like the very last minute when they like realize, oh yeah, we're witches. Desmond doesn't seem to use much powers either. Yeah. He, yeah. He's There's no up. like Voldemort Dumbledore's scene here. Mm-hmm. They like they already used up all the special effects budget, so with the ghosts in the in the title sequence and the Doctor Who credits, (laughs) but they throw them in and then they go in with like a rope or like one of those red separator thingies, and Casper goes into Saber and like there's the typical like oh no we don't have enough. I think he's holding on to the wand too, and he gets it to Wendy. Uh, the uncle ghosts guys come in and they harass and bother the the henchmen pe- people things and they get them to stop like bothering the witches and uh, Wendy is saved. Yay! And then there's like a a weird like walk into the sunset freeze frame. Yeah, Wendy gets declared to be uh, the greatest witch. Uh, do in part by friending a ghost and like the queen of witches somehow holly shore declares her it was very odd i didn't get this part it came out of nowhere i i i understand where they were coming from especially with the mirror guy and everything but like i don't know maybe it's because i watched it as an adult it just like didn't hit me in the right places well and it is one of those weird things where she wouldn't have met the ghost, and Desmond would not have ended up killed if he hadn't tried to resist. Like, I don't know. It was it was it was like a it was like a prophecy in a Greek legend. Oh yeah. A tragedy. Hmm. Like the father of Perseus trying to avoid his fate. It just didn't work out. What did we learn? I learned that you can sexually harass somebody and not really have any consequences. <laughs> As long as you sexually harass everybody equally. (laughs) I was just waiting for something to happen to Josh. Like, nothing, there was no real wrap-up with him. He got ketchup splattered all over him, Sammy. I think the main takeaway with Josh is that, like, it didn't work. Like, he kept on trying to be Hillary's bae, and, like, she just kept on being like, dude, no. But he didn't learn anything. Like this is supposed to be a a movie that makes you feel good, and Desmond got his comeuppance. I wanted Josh to get his. Don't worry, I did. (laughs) I don't know what that means. I'm sorry. (laughs) I guess Casper scaring him wasn't enough. Of like, like if Casper maybe had done something else to make it more obvious that he was kind of like getting punished or something yeah like all he did was like get the wand that he stole taken away from him like i wanted him to be like i don't know throw him in a pit of lava it didn't have to be that extreme but just like (laughs) i don't know i learned that you can pretty much do nothing and become the best witch in the world. You're pretty much just born the best witch, I think, is what I is you, what we're meant yeah, to Yeah, the only way yeah. to be the best witch is to be destined for it. Is to be Hillary Duff. Yeah. Oh shit. I'm cool with oh. it. Yeah. Fuck. I learned that Hillary Duff Hillary Duff's perfection is eternal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty much. 
about it. She's precious. She's amazing. She's what we should all aspire to I be. I think we should make Hillary Agreed. Duff not just Queen of the Witches, but Queen Queen of our Queen hearts. of our hearts. Duffy's for life. Whoa. Whoa. Soul Duff. <laughs> Ryan's like, I didn't sign up for this. I'm like, what are her specific enumerated powers? What is the political situation? How does this work? I'm uh, I have I many do, have to put like a disclaimer. We have, this is we not have to trust to that Hillary Duff is good and wise and that she will she will she I will would like to bad. state for That's the record it. that Hillary Duff's queendom does not interfere with our Lord and Savior Andy Brinker. Oh no, definitely it's not. Like, yeah, of course not. It's she's more of like um, a saint on the yes. on the yeah. scale yes. of Brink. Yeah, exactly. This is really this is when I really want to turn my laptop and like show you my actual shrine, like to Brink on my wall there. Wait, please what? turn your laptop I, and show us your please. shrine. I can't. It's like, I'm hey sorry, Arnold, my... he's made it out of chewing gum. Can't you really? <laughs> oh. 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 I, it's there though. In his laptop heart. doesn't move. He glued it to his desk. Could you could was... you take a picture with your with a phone and Snapchat it? I'm just kidding. I don't <laughs> uh, someday I will. Um, I learned that no, I didn't learn anything. <laughs> <laughs> but I enjoyed it. You know, like I said, this was a very this was a very busy movie. There was lots of things happening for me to look at and hear and experience. And um, I, this was not the worst movie that I've ever seen. What would we rate this? I'd give it a five. Okay, I'm glad. I'm kind of relieved to hear that. I was worried I'd be like stepping on people's toes by giving it a four. I'm going to give it a six. I feel like it was a pretty garbage movie, but I think it knew it was garbage and just, it was like 10 out of 10 for camp. And I love some self-aware campy. I'm so, so glad. Okay. I thought I was like, I didn't like this movie. And I I, I'd watch I, it again. Like I thought it was ridiculous and stupid, but like, I in thought the, it that was everyone loved it. And I was worried that I had just like was completely missing out on something. I can respect no, I a ridiculous and stupid movie that is not trying to be anything but ridiculous and stupid, but I still didn't think it was like in, all that enjoyable. This one was trying to be a fun, hilarious, silly, quirky, supernatural, punny, god-awful, but great and, movie. And it was some of those things. I'm going to give it a... Four point five. No points. You gave it a four. Oh. Nope. Yeah, you have to round up or down. Josh gave I it learned a the hard way. Josh just gave it a four point five. I gave it a four. It was a four. Oh, okay. Well, then I will join Josh in giving it a four. I was thinking four point five in my head, so you probably just caught with that right. because I am like the supreme witch with my secret witch power. Currently, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, four. Our next decom is Hounded, which I have never ever oh. seen ever. Never heard of it. I've never heard of is it. Is this the one with Shia LaBeouf? Yeah. Ooh. It's I already I remember I already guessed what this yeah, one you was did. in a previous episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of We're Potting This Together. If you have any questions, comments, or memories of your favorite Disney Channel original movie, you can find us on social media or email us at pottingthistogether at gmail.com. And if you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review. Later.